Hello, welcome to Dino Bros, the official reacts of your Dynamo Faithful. We'll be bringing you post-game reactions with no analysis and all emotion all season long. With me tonight is Scroggins and the Sinski Man. We just watched our Houston Dynamo in a 0-0 draw against Real Salt Lake. Shell is still a fortress, but we now haven't beaten RSL in 11 games. Guys, what was that about? Scroggins, hit me up first. I think it's one of the better defensive performances we've seen out of this team of, of the of the season. Like I I'm so proud of those boys defensively. Escobar, the even though he's gotta be the hottest of hotheads, had some amazing tackles. Uh Bartlow rotated over one time in the second half, came all the way across the field to to mop stuff up. Oh, yeah. Uh Michael Michael, I didn't even like teenage who? T- teenage who? <laughs> Like Michael or Mikel, I don't know how we're saying it. Michael, Mikel, like Mikel. Mikel. Okay. Mikel. Was I think like, it's a uh, Mikel. Yeah. That's how I heard Glenn say it. All right. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sinski. Uh, I know what a stickler you are for uh, pronunciation. Um, right. About it. But, but it'd be like Michael, like I didn't even know who I, I forgot who teenage was, you know, um, Steris, old man Steris, once again, solid on the right side. Uh, uh, did I already say our Artur- because that man's amazing, and and I love everything he does for this team. Don't forget everyone. Steve. Don't forget Steve. Be, uh, Steve Clark. I mean the the brick wall, right? Like uh, a couple Steve. reaction saves, like the stopping the bike. He took that one square on the chest, didn't even react because he's like, I'm such a wall, I don't even need to try. And then like everyone in front of that was just a dumpster fire. Like <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what happened. I would disagree that everyone was. I think Acha Acha still had a pretty good game. There was some uh, things where he was in front of goal and you know he took some shots. Um, I don't think his shots weren't as crazy, which I'm sure we'll get into here in a minute, as some other right. shots we saw. I think both of the shots I recall off the top of my head were actually blocked shots for him, not wayward, uh, as we like to say, or like FBF yeah. likes to use, um, yeah. way, wayward shots. Uh, guys, that, that uh, center back duo was solid tonight and those guys let's mm-hmm. let's remember i think um barlow is only 23 24 at the most and mikhail is only 22 like those guys are are so good babies those guys are babies yeah and they're only going to get better like they're going to you know they're going to get their peak um in like f- four or five years depending on which one we're talking about like if those guys can stay healthy and stuff scroggins you're right like like teenage who tonight right like and and that to be to be clear teenage has been great like he's he's had yeah. a solid season. No yellows yet, no red cards. He has been legit. But those guys tonight were also fantastic. And you know, if teenage were to be hurt for the next two months, uh, seeing Mikel in there would not be a bad thing. I don't think. Sinski man, what do you have for us? I think this game specifically, but also this season, has really shown me what coaching does to a team. Last season, Naga clearly not experienced enough, doesn't doesn't have legs under him, and the team is atrocious. This season, we have we bring in a defensive coach, and all of a sudden, you can put anybody in. We have a DP center back, like, but it, he doesn't have to play. We don't need teenage Hadebi because we can bring in Mikel, who last season was Dynamo Dose except for one game, and he can play like an all-star center back in this team. Bartlow, 24, his first real season as a consistent player in the mm-hmm. squad. Yep. 
and he's playing like an all-star level center back most of the season. I mean, it doesn't matter what center back we put in. Daniel Starez, we can put him as a fullback, and he can be great in that defensive <laughs> position and in moving forward. And Escobar, he's a right back. We can put him on the – it doesn't matter. It's all about coaching in the MLS. That's what I've learned. you know. And to, Ben is not an offensive coach, <laughs> and that's clear, right? Yeah. Yeah. Evans Ferreira <laughs> can't get his foot on a ball anymore. And Baird just has lost all ability to shoot or attempt to shoot. And when he does shoot, it's the weakest little stuff unless he's going over the bar. Coco – or. Or hitting the bar. Or hitting Any the bar. bar. Yeah. Right, hitting the bar. Yeah. I have to say, I feel like that shot was like I think like he's not gonna shoot with his left. Like Baird Baird barely shoots, so he's not gonna shoot with his weaker foot, most likely, yeah. right? Because the the other option would have been to outside foot or inside foot with the left to the far post. Like that would have been his other option. I think he took the right option in shooting that ball and shooting it above the keeper and ab- trying to be below the post and trying to root uh roof the ball. Like that would have been great. I think he was just un- unlucky, and that's from someone that you know isn't. I'm not a I'm not a a bear a Baird bro. I'm not trying to to uh, uh, protect the man here. I just think he was unlucky on on that one. Um, and that's a difficult angle, you know. You're coming in off the side, keepers right in front of you. Same yeah. with same with Sebas's shot. You know, the ball's behind him. He's got a drag. There's a defender literally right in front of him. Uh, Glenn's partner on the broadcast is saying like, "You got to score your shots," but I mean. Shoot, who scores that? Cristiano Ronaldo, maybe? I don't know. That's that's a very tough shot. But but there were plenty of shots that were not tough at all. At all. And I'm just so confused as to what Ben is telling them to do in the final third. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, uh, it's bad. And Coco, oh my gosh, Coco's yeah. another issue, man. Coco's another issue altogether. Mm-hmm. His passing yeah. has got to get crisper. It's got yep. to. Yep. He killed a lot Those of attacks. I would, I would say that I think you, I think you guys, maybe tonight he was a little off on, on those, but I think overall, I think you guys are off on, on Coco's passing. Like if you looked up, we're not going to look at the stats, right? We're not going to, we're not going to look at that, but I would say, but if you did look at the stats that he's probably in our top three players for p- passing accuracy and completions. Like, well, our passing accuracy is great because we're incredible at controlling the ball. I don't let's look at final third passes. I don't know which website we need to go to on Monday, whether it's sofa score or FB ref or whatever <laughs> foot mob. I don't care. Ain't nobody got more than like a 2% passing completion in the final third. I'm convinced. I'm convinced half these guys don't even want to receive the ball in the final third. Oh, Sevis oh. and Baird are both like fighting over not taking the ball <laughs> in a trail. Oh, that was so bad. They're too scared. Understand. They're too scared. They that don't want to so miss. Bad. It's like oil and water, man. They just do not mix well. Although in the Open Cup, you know, Sebas made that bomb pass to Baird. He's able to square it off to Brooklyn. I don't know. But is that the anomaly or was tonight the anomaly? I don't know. But we all those know two have to got that. to learn how to be buddies on the pitch. Let's talk about, okay, so they, some of the best buildup I think I've seen them play this year, I think they played in this game. All like, game long. They had some yeah. uh, the one the the one we were talking about with Baird the where he hit the crossbar at the top the build up to that the the two passes before that fantastic like that mm-hmm. that build up was fantastic I think some of the build up before that and other shots that we also missed was, fan, was fantastic that final third though 
Scroggins, tell us about what's going on in that final third, Scroggins. Why are we so ugly? What's what's so I, nasty up there? I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I, I think the the two best shots we had was was Baird when it came off the post, which I think is like the fourth post for him this season. Um, and then <laughs> and then uh, the Zach McBath with the ridiculous reflex save on that deflected Hector shot. Oh yeah, like, yeah, that was uh, yeah. Like we got robbed on that one, but I mean, credit where credit is due. McMath, that was a heck of a save, man. Like, yeah, okay, that save alone earned you a point. Especially um, since like, everything before that was so nice too. The ball to Escobar, Escobar crossing it back over, yeah, all of it was yeah. so nice. Yeah, beautiful. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but uh, I, I don't know what it is. It's it's not even necessarily the final third because we can hang on to the ball in there and they're in and pass it around. It is literally just. The final pass, the shot. Like, that is the one where we're just the final pass, and then the shot. We're just, <laughs> we're just like idiots. I don't understand. Like, is it is it like when the closer they get to the opponent's six yard box, is it like some kind of like it's an inverse proportional thing where like the closer you are to the six yard box, the less brain power our attackers have, the further away they. Are. Like, I don't. I don't understand this. It's something about the magnets in the field that pull the brains I, like apart. Yeah, I don't know. Something some weird push pull. Man, it's <laughs> it's the pressure. It's the it's the pressure. These guys have put so much pressure on themselves because they've been so bad at it all is season it, long. We should have destroyed this game. We had so agreed. many incredible opportunities. Agreed, so agreed. But I, I don't think it's pressure. I think they're just bad at it. Like, <laughs> Ivan Frankel had a completely open header, and he sent it the wrong, the wrong way. way. He <laughs> sent it, like, up and backwards. Yeah, he I looped it that's backwards. That's what I'm saying. That's such a bonehead thing to do. The man has scored, had a season where he scored 13 goals. Seb has scored 13 goals last season. Baird has been, like, rookie of the year before. Like, 20 years ago. It it was not that long ago. I just, these are guys who have known how to finish at some point in their life. But that's why I say it's got to be a coaching thing because this season, no one can make that shot. And then when that happens, game after game after game after game, and every night they get on Twitter to see what Dynamo Faithful says. And Dynamo Faithful says, (laughs) these guys can't score. Like they got to learn how to score. Christopher Sunflower says they got to go to shooting practice. And he's right. All this stuff needs to happen. We need a finishing coach. <laughs> we need something. But there's so much pressure on these guys' shoulders that it's just not happening unless it's like a three-on-one breakaway. Yeah, I think uh, a couple episodes, uh, Jake had mentioned, uh, it had come up that the question was, are we lucky um, from our from our goals that we've scored? Uh, and, you know, the back half of a fi- of a field, no, we're not lucky. We're good. The front, <laughs> the attacking half of the field. Um, yeah, like, and tonight we were unlucky. Like, that's that's what it like. We we were we did not have the luck tonight, and so we could not finish. And um, right now, that is our driving force when it comes to open play goals is uh, getting lucky. Um, you know, maybe maybe we can try harder and get some more of those penalties that we had for four games in a row. That was nice. We should bring that back. <laughs> Producer Ian, insert uh, the soundtrack by uh, Bone Thugs and Harmony. And Akon, I tried hard. It's a good one. It's a good one. <laughs> I tried so hard. He doesn't so even need to put it in. You just, so just sing the song for us. Just put it over that, Ian. They don't want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Good, bad, ugly. I'm already gonna. I'm gonna tell you right now. I want the ugly. I'm gonna take it. 
I don't care what you guys say. And I'm hosting this episode, so you, you have to do what I say. Um, <laughs> Sinsky, let's give you the good. Go ahead and take that one. Okay, well, the good's got to be Steve Clark. The man is Superman. He's 37 years old. Do y'all realize this? He's older than almost everyone on this pod. Scroggins, what are you, 45, 46? <laughs> That's hurtful, Sinsky. That's hurtful. <laughs> But he's 37 <laughs> years old and he's still playing like a top level keeper in this league. I am I'm beyond impressed. I know I like was all about him last season, but I really I said at the end of last season, I don't know if I said it on the pod or in the group text, but I really thought we should have been in the market for like a new keeper just because of his age, you know? And he's 37. I mean, we might we might have to stop calling him Steve Clark and have to start calling him Buffon or something. Because he's been so good between those sticks. And <laughs> we we had just a few flaws on defense tonight. Just a few times where RSL got lucky or somebody made a mistake. And Clark was always there. Always there. He made probably three three of the saves at least. I remember being like, <clears throat> thinking it's a goal. And it's not. The one at the very end of the game. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding yeah. me? Steve's great. Steve Clark, the the Buffon of MLS. We'll say so it that way. So good. We'll say it that way. I don't I don't want to just say he's Buffon. That that's Steve, too far. Superman Steve Buffon Clark. I think that's his name. I think that's I it. Think it. It's a hyphen. It's a hyphen. Buffon, Buffon of the MLS. That's as far as I'm willing to go. That's that's it. That's as much as I can do. There's definition behind that. I like Steve it. Steve Clark, right. one of us loves you. One of us loves you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Scroggins, what was the bad? Man, I, I feel like we've already said it. It's Everything that happened in the opponent's 18-yard box, that's the bad. Like, I don't think anything good happened over there. And, um, yeah, our attack. Our attack was just bad. And and I, I have nothing to elaborate. <laughs> that's it. That's just, that was yeah. bad. There we go. Yes. It really right. was. Oh, it was bad. Oh, uh, well, here's my ugly, guys. And it's, it's, it's Dynamo-related, but it's not from this game. Okay? Here it is. Recently, we had an episode where somebody okay, we don't need to talk to about this. <laughs> a Houston Dynamo legend, uh, lovingly known as Dero, as Delro. Uh, that would be Dwayne De Rosario. Uh, he was uh, with the Houston Dynamo for um, how many seasons, Scroggins? I can't remember. Like four, five. Yeah, real legend. You don't even know how long he played. For. I thought it was three or four, but uh, okay, I might there be wrong. we go. There we go. Uh, if you saw him play Sinski, you would understand why he was a legend for, for Houston Dynamo, especially at the time. Um, but that's that's my ugly right there, that uh, we would just spit on this man's name on a podcast that we put out and just let it go out there with no correction. I was lit up when I heard when I heard this happen on the podcast. <laughs> and I was like, this, how did this make it in here? No one stopped this man. Sinski. I love you. You you're you're part of my ugly for this week. <laughs> Look, in the immortal words of both Vin Diesel of Fast and Furious fame, Dominic Toretto, and Elsa from the hit Disney movie Frozen, you gotta let it go. <laughs> hey, in Sinsky's defense, man. In Sinsky's defense, man, we said a lot of wrong stuff on that last episode. <laughs> None of us. We do our best, Basil. We really yeah. that that oh. that explains the uh, the the uh, the blooper clip at the end, right? Like, there's a reason it's free, man. Like, <laughs> we ain't getting paid. 
All I can oh, say man. is I've been a part of a dual language program. So I have a lot of students who speak Spanish and are trying to get me to speak more Spanish and to be a better Spanish speaker. And, you know, I teach them. They teach me. It's this beautiful relationship. I facilitate the learning. It's pretty incredible. But, but you know, you share in the learning process. And I've been picking up a lot of Spanish. And I may have accidentally, instead of saying D-Ro, I might have said Del because that's a common Spanish word. All right. <laughs> he's not even Mexican or Spanish, Shinsky. He's Canadian. So still Look, not man, okay. <laughs> in the immortal words of Tropic Thunder, I don't know its name. I just know the sound it makes when it takes another man's life. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, also, final final comment here. Uh, shout out to um, the MLS commentators for uh, pulling a Sinsky man and bringing in a uh, Lord of the Rings uh, quote tonight. I don't know if you guys caught it because I know sometimes you listen to the the Glenn one versus the MLS one, which is which is still good. I, I usually change back and forth, um, but he did bring in a, a Lord of the Rings quote, and he said that Steve Clark was on a "Thou shall not pass" night, um, and I was <laughs> yeah. like, "All right, solid." Sinsky, right. I was like, "That's Sinsky all night." I did awesome. not hear that because I listen to the voice of the Houston Dynamo, Glenn Davis. Any chance? Hey, Amen. That's fair. It, That's fair. May it always be so. And I was getting really frustrated with MLS. Here I am again yelling at the MLS pass because half the time I'm putting it on and I had to try like 10 times before the the actual audio was coming through correctly. And I feel like they've changed where to go. Manny, to get the sign audio. us off. It felt different. Manny, <laughs> sign us off. We hit old man ranting. So, <laughs> so thank you for joining Dino Bros. Don't no- forget. Have nothing to do with MLS. Get out of my product. Get off my lawn. He's screaming oh, at man. the cloud again. <laughs> all right. All right. Sinsky man, we're going to no more. He can't be on here anymore. He thinks he can just rant about anything. All right, guys. Thank you for joining Dino Bros. Don't forget, we'll bring you post game reactions with no analysis and all emotion all season long. Thanks for tuning in and stay faithful. Thank you for listening to the Dynamo Faithful Podcast. We are Chris Sinski, Manny Farcier, Christopher Scroggins, Jake Barry, Kyle McGuire, Emmett Rumfield, and James Franklin. Dynamo Faithful is produced by Ian Gregory Graff with marketing and design from Zach Below. Dynabot is powered by predictions from 538 Club Soccer Predictions. Learn more at 538.com. Music provided by Alex Grohl on Pixabay. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dynamo underscore faithful and send your questions to dynamofaithfulpod at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and stay faithful.